0: Hey folks, welcome to the first set of off-season episodes. These first two episodes are going to be our playtest of the sprawl. This was from the very tail end of Extra Life 2018, back in November. So if you caught it then, you've already seen and heard it, although I have edited it up to be a little bit more fast-paced and take out some of the silences and long awkward pauses. Now, this is the first system that we playtested. Well, actually, the second system after Beam Saber, but that was not recorded. So I hope that you will enjoy what we have put together. I think it's a wild adventure, despite the fact that I was nearly dead of exhaustion. After this, we will see our second playtest of Scum and Villainy, and then we will be starting Season 2. Can't wait. I hope that you're excited as well. I'm Matt. I'll be your friendly guide here. You can follow me on Twitter at YCaliber, or you can follow the show's account, which I also run at Broken Sun RPG. Joining me during this playtest were OG Brown Sugar. You can find her on Twitter at OG Brown Sugar. Michael Blood. You can find them on Twitter at Good Sir Blood, and Kikers, who you can find on Twitter at Be a Space Cat. Fair warning, this will probably be a little bit rough because, uh, I mean, I have not slept more than an hour in the past 24, 25 really, because I was up at eight yesterday. No idea how you're doing that. Okay, Downtown Data Heist. This is a module for the Sprawl. The Sprawl is a Powered by the Apocalypse game of Cyberpunk by Hamish Cameron. It is a Powered by the Apocalypse game. Uh, it is. It came out a couple of years ago from Arden's Ludere. Uh, 2015 is when it came out and I want to, did you all have a chance to glance through this or the reference sheets at least? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay, good. Just opening up all the sheets here. A lot of different moves, cyberware, weapon tags, legwork, action conduct. Okay, good. You know what I did not bother to check. I did not remember to check was if this API has clocks built in. Oh, uh, it doesn't seem to have clocks. Good. Perfect. I do not feel up to adding all the clocks myself, so I'm just going to grab a notebook instead. You'll just have to trust that I'm keeping the clocks accurately. On this end.
1: Don't we have, like, time stamp things in our character sheets?
0: Do you? Are those your harm clocks?
1: Yeah, it says harm, and it's got, like, 12 o'clock, 15, 18.
0: Yeah, that's that's your harm clock. That's I mean, like, clocks for everything else. When the corporates geek us. Mm Mm-hmm. And for when you roll the harm roll, which is an interesting mechanic in this game. All right. You know, got your stuff set up here. Wool, edge, meat, mine, style, synth. Yeah, looks good.
1: Yeah, despite the fact that uh, Tully is a grizzled guy, he does first aid. So he's like the medic, I guess, which somehow he probably just like pours whiskey on the wound and says, "Okay, buck up, kid. Buck up.
2: Uh, yeah, um, t- prior to 1960, we didn't have any missing beyond pouring alcohol into open wounds. <laughs>
0: that's the way. That's just the way it was.
1: No, you're forgetting the leeches too, Mike.
2: It's true, but we got the leeches very drunk.
1: See, what happened was you pour it on the wound, and then you put the, weech- the leeches on. So yeah, they're definitely getting drunk and full. Yep. Yeah, don't pour too much alcohol on there though, because then the drunk the leeches will get too drunk, and then. Boy, do you not want to see them vomit.
2: Oh, that's just the worst thing. Oh, boy, howdy. (laughs) Just doing a tweet. Sounds good, boss. Big boss. Biggest boss.
1: I'm going to broadcast my, like, wear for Tully because I think it's funny.
0: I'm excited. Hope it's a cyber gut. There we go. I did the tweet. I'm doing my good social medias. Just got it. Retweet it. (sighs) Excellent. Good. All right. So in the sprawl, my agenda as the friendly guide, there are four important rules to keep in mind when I'm running the sprawl. Keep in the back of my mind and filter every move I make through this lens. One, make the sprawl dirty, high tech, and excessive. Two, fill the characters' lives with action, intrigue, and complication. Three, entangle the characters in the sprawl. And four, as usual for Powered by the Apocalypse, play to find out what happens. This is the internal lo- uh, logic of the sprawl and its safety net. Whenever, you're at a, whenever I'm at a loss, is what I should be doing. Look at my agenda. And I'll go on from there. So when it says, making the sprawl dirty, high-tech, and excessive, it's a contemporary city turned up to 11. The dangerous parts of town are more dangerous. The affluent parts are dripping with excess and guarded with legal force. The government is more self-serving, corrupt, and in the pocket of their corporate masters, somehow. Those corps are more uncaring and arrogant, the technology is shinier and more powerful, but used for dirtier and more perverse ends. Everything is dripping with money, exploitation, power, and violence. It says fill the characters' lives with action, intrigue, and complication, this means missions are filled with opportunities for action and betrayal. Make sites inaccessible and heavily guarded, not to kill the characters, but to challenge them to perform daring infiltrations, engage in furious fight scenes. Execute exciting heists, escape double-dealing employers, and pull off the skin of the teeth extractions. Your characters' opportunities to be badass professionals by putting them in positions that demand they act like badass professionals. Uh, entangle the characters in the sprawl. Moves and directives name people and organizations players want to interact with. You're going to be doing that. Be mindful of these ties that bind the characters to the world around them. Bring these motivations and personal connections into the game as often as possible. This is a two-hour mission, so it's not going to be too crazy. Play to find out what happens. Okay, plan starting positions and vectors of actions rather than outcomes or storylines, which is what I do anyway, so it's nice to see it codified here. Set up a situation. What I generally do is set up a situation and see where you go with it, so that will just be the same as usual. The principles that will help me fulfill my agenda are chrome everything, then make it dirty. Begin and end with the fiction. Address the characters, not the players. Ask questions and incorporate the answers. Name everyone. Make everything corporate. Make everything personal and complicate everything. Treat your NPCs like disposable assets. Think off screen. And as usual, be a fan of the characters. Okay, I've got a lot of different moves that I can make, such as show them the barrel of a gun, make their lives complicated, put someone in a spot, inflict harm, use up their resources, offer an opportunity with or without a cost, tell them requirements or consequences and ask, and uh, use a corporate mission or threat move. There's all the stuff that I'm going to be doing for the downtown data heist in particular. Everyone has picked a playbook. You have the mission briefs that I sent you, and you picked one of the corporate uh, mission briefs, right, And a playbook? Sure did. I have a space to collaboratively draw a map. We are welcome to draw on this map. And a timing device, because there's a part of this uh, mission that is IRL timed. So, um, Cyberpunk. What is your understanding of cyberpunk? Let's go around the table. What is, what do you think
3: is the feel and themes of cyberpunk? I think like gritty transhumanism. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, I tend to think of the book Neuromancer.
3: Yeah. And what
0: about that book do you feel is a- exemplary of cyberpunk?
1: Uh, yeah. Not everyone's read it. Um, you know, dark cities, dirty streets, uh, wires everywhere. People hacking into stuff. Crazy, advanced technology, you know, lots of hackers, lots of AIs.
0: Okay. How about you, uh, Velvet? Did we not hear? Oh, no, you said gritty transhumanism. Uh, Mike? Yeah, I I tend to think of um, gritty
2: corporate aristocracy dystopia. Okay.
0: Gritty corporatocracy dystopian. Okay. The rich are even richer. The poor are even poorer. There's nothing in between for the most part. Cyberpunk is our world in the not too distant future if things don't change and perhaps even if things do change but not enough it's a cautionary tale in a lot of ways uh, by exaggerating current trends cyberpunk aims to highlight what is wrong with our society so like most other kinds of speculative or science fiction the goal is to use the lens of fiction to illustrate and highlight Issues in real society, at least when it's done well, in my opinion. People will have different uh, opinions about that. So, yeah, chrome, neon, dirt, grit, wealth, these are the elements, and corporations are all the elements of, of cyberpunk that we're going to be seeing. And of course, cybernetics, cyberware, transhumanism, those need to be involved in various ways, people modifying their own bodies in different uh, fashions. There are five corporations that exist in the downtown data heist world. The first is Shanghai Security, their military and heavy industry. They're an Anglo-Chinese military industrial megacorporation. They have active defense contracts with half the world's governments and are actively attempting to undermine the other half through covert operations or outright warfare. There's Helix Tech, genetics, cybernetics, and military enhancements. Helix Tech got their start with genetic sequencing and have expanded to sit at the bleeding edge of cybernetics research. Their elite paramilitary units have the best cyberware around and they regularly test their new models in covert operations in those regions where Shanghai is destabilizing non-compliant governments.
1: You know what? They totally stole everyone's uh, information about their genetics from like 23andMe and uh, (laughs) Ancestry.com.
0: Oh, definitely. Those, Those are subsidiary organizations of Helix Tech. There is the third corporation, Solar Investments. They do financial operations and exclusive residences. So Solar Investments are a financial conglomerate who operate exclusive orbital habitats, both for data security and as exclusive communities for the ultra-wealthy. The ultimate gated community is the one in space. There's Equidine Petrochem, oil, mining, heavy industries, and expanding upwards. Equidine Petrochem are an oil and mining conglomerate in the process of building a space elevator as part of their expansion into asteroid mining. This project is a major threat to solar investments, domination of near-Earth transport and habitat construction, so naturally they don't like each other. And finally, there is Existence Entertainment, virtual media and SimSense. Existence Entertainment focuses on cyberspace and media, especially SimSense, recorded sensory experiences. They are world leaders in the theory and application of corporate propaganda and memetic hacking. And thanks to widespread SimSense abuse, their slogan, It's better than real life! is all too true for many users. That is the corporate overview. All of you have picked a mission brief that says that you are owned or hunted by or something by one of those corporations. And you have all picked a playbook. Um, you've already picked those, right? Sure have. Good. And you picked your mission briefs as well? hmm Yep. Yep. Good. All right. So the players make their characters and I ask questions as they do. Follow sips six. Okay. Uh, Colleen. Name your character and describe them for us, please.
1: Okay. Uh, My character's name is Tully Knack. Um, He is kind of the generic guy, video game character. You know, dark hair, five o'clock shadow, talks in a voice like this. Mm -hmm. But what's striking about him is his eyes are like pink, like a dark pink. No one so get- knows why.
0: Mm. So he has literal yeah. pink eye, but not pink eye. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, he doesn't like talk about himself that much, but you know he's got those quips that he pulls in there. Um, his body is definitely white, alive, and he definitely wears clothes. Good. And his skin is definitely real.
0: Okay, I'm glad you pointed that out for these. Very human characters in this very standard setting of the sprawl.
1: Yeah, uh, he is. Ooh, what was that other thing?
0: Just name and describe. So if that's okay, then that's okay. Like, what kind of clothes does he wear? You can tell us later if you don't know right now.
1: Um, he definitely like has uh kind of like this tighter bodysuit with armor over it, uh, a la snake. But um, he's also wearing a vest with different uh tech in it and like a rolled up neckerchief
0: okay he's got a tactical vest and a tactical neck chief yeah but does he have a tactical
3: turtleneck
2: that's what a7 wears
3: classic tackle neck
0: <laughs> okay and what have you assigned as your stats for tully each of your let's see you've got cool edge beat mind style and synth
1: yeah he's got cl- Two in cool um, because he's good under pressure and he's good at pouring whiskey on wounds Mm -hmm. for first aid. Uh, One edge, zero meat, one mind, negative one style, and zero synth because uh, negative one uh, smile and style because, (laughs) you know, he's just kind of like you can tell that this guy is – working for somebody. He's a little military paramilitary looking, you know, people don't really trust him that much. They know that he is working for someone, you know. I wouldn't go so far as to say he's a narc, but you don't trust him unless you you work for the same people.
0: He's got a narc aura.
1: Yeah. Um he is I went with the infiltrator playbook. Mhm. And um, he does work for, let me pull which one. It was the one with the space elevators because I love those. Sounds so cool.
0: So you picked uh, solar, oh geez, solar investments.
1: No, the other one. The ones that are at odds was solar investments.
0: Right. Equidine Petrochem. All right. So he works for Equidine Petrochem. All right. Why did you get part of your body cut out and replaced with electronics, Tully?
1: Oh, he kind of had a... Wait, hold on one second. Let me double check what I had signed up or what he got replaced. There's too many tabs.
0: (laughs) You have synthetic nerves. You react so quickly that you can almost dodge bullets. If none of your enemies has synth nerves, take plus one forward to act under pressure. So why did Tully get that?
1: Because, you know, after you've been working for a while in this position... Like you kind of start to kind of lose your edge. Uh, He had started out by like taking uh, enhancing uh, stuff and his nerves got, you know, he got pretty shot to heck and back, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, and he started to develop like twitches and, and that sort of thing. And then they're like, oh, you know what? Tully, you work so well for us. You're a good soldier, good guy. Uh good yeah, they wouldn't call him a sh- soldier. Uh so then to keep on working, they gave him synth nerves. Right. And you know, he works well better than ever.
0: So they wanted to keep you working, so they replaced your nerves. You yeah. were t- too useful of an asset to discard. Yeah,
1: and and you know, I think they got some uh good intel from the shots. I think he was like Totally a test subject for those.
0: Ah, there's experimental synth nerves.
1: No, the shots before the synth nerves. Oh, right, the shots. Is that all I need to tell you? Or should I go into directives?
0: No, nope. uh, you picked your playbook moves already. Yes. And you picked your gear.
1: I picked my weapons and my, yeah, my gear, which were, I got one. So I got the trauma derms which allows me to apply first aid to characters at 2,100 hours or less. Okay. And, um, you know, I guess they're trauma derms now, but, you know.
0: That's all I need to know from you for now. So I'm going to jump down next to Velvet. Name your character and describe them to us,
3: please. Oh, hey. Hey. I'm playing uh, Moira Umbra. And she's got really trustworthy eyes. Like you feel like you've known her forever and she wouldn't do you dirty. Mm. She's also got a really serene face that reinforces that and makes you feel really calm because you're buds. Yeah. Uh, she's got a slim frame and she wears a white suit. She dresses very debonair, specifically uh, the debonair Vi skin for all you nerds that play League like I do. <laughs> uh, she's got long red hair. And as far as the stats, um, she's got one cool, one edge, uh, minus one to meet because it's unseemly to get her hands dirty. Uh, she's got two to style, obviously, and her mind and sense are at zero.
0: All right. And Moira, why did you get part of yourself cut out and replaced with electronic?
3: Uh, You know, it was part of the five-year plan. Uh, she is unfortunately owned by existence mm. as an advertiser and recruiter. And so she's got cyber comms to... Better help her spread the message. All right. And anything else you feel we should know about Moira? Uh, she's definitely not an arc. Right. And she plays the best didgeridoo.
0: That's very nice. It's a difficult skill to master. It's a it's a tough instrument to play well. All right. And that brings us to Mike. Tell us your character's name and describe them for us, please. So A7
2: is a is a very tall, willowy man who is disturbingly thin. His eyes are weary. His face is sallow. His body is otherwise toned, and he wears like former military corporate clothing. Okay. All the time and a turtleneck underneath it.
0: Naturally. Who owns your character?
2: So, A7 used to be a salary man for Shanghai security. Okay. Part of a risk assessment team
0: hmm How'd that go? Is he still on good terms with Shanghai security?
2: Well, when the Miami job blew up in everyone's face, uh, A7 decided to play dead. Oh. Ah. But, uh... Interesting. Turns out Shanghai security is a damn fine intel division, and they know I'm alive, and they're looking for me.
0: Whoopsie doodle. All right, and why did you get part of your body cut out and
2: replaced with it? Eventually, the uh, Shanghai realized that I was very good at risk assessment and planning operations for asset retrieval or uh, tactical denial. And they. Mm-hmm. I was forced to add some cyber comms to my brain in order to better control operation.
0: Okay. So I got two people with cyber comms. That's good. Okay. So your characters are all meeting together with a contact who has gotten in touch with each of you individually to hire you for a job. You are meeting with Miss Singh. Where are you meeting with her? Anyone can hop in and tell me where you think you're meeting with Miss Singh. A power station near the river that's abandoned. Okay, abandoned power station.
1: I was going to say bar, but I am afraid of starting missions and bars. <laughs> after we play tested a different game.
0: <laughs> All right, so you abandoned a power station near the river where you're meeting Miss Singh. Who arrives first? I am a good two-shoes when it comes to showing face.
3: Yeah, more as always
0: fashionably late. So does Moira arrive last then? Probably.
1: Yeah. Totally just sort of like, you know, A7 is there and then he just sort of suddenly realizes that this other guy just kind of appeared there and like already has like two beers drained.
0: (laughs) Oh my. So who uh, does the talking when you're meeting with Miss Singh? I have absolutely no style. Good.
1: I have negative one style.
3: All right. Both strong candidates for the talker then. I mean, if they haven't started talking to Miss Thing by the time Moira gets there, Moira will initiate.
2: Yeah, I've just been trying to save face. Like, she'll
0: be coming soon. Everything will be fine. Okay. Your characters know each other, and we'll get to
3: that shortly. I also have something to add. Yes? Uh, We are by the river, uh, and there is a man eerily similar to, but legally distinct enough, from Chris Farley, living in a van down by said river.
0: Oh, of course. Why wouldn't he be? Yes, I'd like to get a contact. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can declare a contact. Is that man? All right. Spelled Chris with a K, Far, F-A-R, and then space, Lee, L-E-E.
1: And he's known as Old Man River.
0: <laughs> we'll keep him in mind for when we need to declare contacts. What do your characters do when you see each other? What's the greeting look like?
1: After uh, Tully has finished second beer, he'll like go over to A7 and be like, So, want to go play some darts?
2: He looks over in the direction.
0: Is Miss Singh present at this point? Yeah, you're in an abandoned power station. I mean, there's not a lot to do here.
1: I know that this isn't a bar, but I just forgot it wasn't. (laughs) So he brought his own beers to drink. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. He brought his own beers, sat down in the old disused waiting room of this abandoned power station, and started drinking at a desk as if it were a bar.
1: Apparently he's just forgotten he's not in a bar. It's just like play darts.
2: A seven has uh has produced a dartboard from from somewhere in the office, <laughs> and has offered um several throwing knives to to Tully to tide him over until Moira shows up. And looking very apologetically at Miss Singh, you're asking if she wants
0: to play, or just looking at her. I, I'm just I just mouth sorry. She. Rolls her eyes at you and then taps her wrist, where she is definitely not wearing a watch, but maybe there's something in the augmented reality. Uh, who is scoping out the security before you started this meeting, or is doing so now? I can do that. I'm good at assessing. Okay, what is it that you
2: notice? Um, scoping out the security of the facility or Singh's bodyguards?
0: Any both. Was something interesting or unique or dangerous? I think um, A
2: seven noticed that Singh came alone, and that bothers him. Okay.
0: Is there any security around this abandoned power station? This is just sort of a middle of the road. I don't think it's our hideout.
2: Mm-hmm. I would say that it's abandoned probably because it's remarkably dangerous to be inside it.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's see who is studying Miss Singh herself. This can be after you're all here. But who is who's studying her?
1: Does that go under assess?
0: It's just your character's personality. Who do you think would be paying more attention to the person giving you the job than to the world around? Than the uh, the security around them or whatever the case may be.
3: That'd probably be Moira.
0: Okay.
1: You know, I totally didn't intend for Tully to be an alcoholic, but now it's just sort of happened.
0: <laughs> oh god. The, the the nerves definitely gave him neuropathy. Uh <laughs> what does Moira notice about Miss Singh that intrigues her? Her eyes are
3: two different colors and possibly cybernetic. Okay. What does she notice about Miss Singh that she does not like? She's noticed uh some scar I mean depending on what this thing is wearing if uh, if possible she'd probably see some telltale scars of somewhat shoddy cybernetic implantment okay she's got some scars denoting badly installed cybernetics you
0: can see um you know she's wearing a, a she's wearing sort of a suit like a power suit big shoulders uh and you can see under the collar like in between the lapels there's some scarring that would indicate that she has some cybernetics installed either in her chest or arm, shoulder, somewhere around there on the right side. It does look like they were either installed poorly or much too quickly by someone who wasn't the best. You are meeting in this situation and Miss Singh has an overview for you. She has a mission that she wants you to do. She wants you to steal something. So once you've all finally arrived and I guess uh, pulled around some of the old broken down chairs to sit down around an old broken down table. She takes out a round, I guess it looks sort of like a hockey puck, but made of plastic and chrome. She taps a button on the top of it and a neon hologram shows up and on the file on the hologram that you see is a research facility. That is downtown in this city. And Miss Singh says, I need you to steal a data file from this facility. Once you have the file, call me for further instructions on where to exchange it and to get your payment.
1: What type of payment are we talking about?
0: Well, presumably money, unless you had something else in mind. Mm. A7 looks over at
2: Moira, who knows about his situation with uh, Shanghai. Yes? No, at Moira. Just like, as a, it's like, well, I'd, I'd like to get their, their, their murder team off my back. but he I think Murray might get that, but he doesn't say that.
1: <laughs> now, uh, here's a question. When we infiltrate into this place, will there be a problem if uh, some people get taken care of?
0: Well, as your professionals, I would expect you to get in and out without being detected. That is the plan, Tully.
1: Exactly, but we always have to have a plan B. I'm just wondering how many... Uh, Casualties? Would there be before it's considered a disaster?
0: One, yeah, one, one would be the answer. If if you start killing people, that's going to bring down a lot of corporate security, and that will lead to questions. And murder is still illegal, all things considered. I'm hiring you to go in and steal something, not to go in and kill people. Is that? Do I have the wrong people? No, no, no. This is the right group. Tali's just excitable. Very well.
1: Well, you know. He- You end up breaking some eggs when you make an omelette.
0: Well, uh, try to avoid making an omelette and instead just steal a data file. There's no need to eat anything. If you do end up uh, committing some type of uh, murder, and she looks uncomfortable saying the word, uh, I expect and hope you would do your utmost to ensure that it cannot be tracked back to you, and especially not to me.
1: Oh, of course.
0: Obviously. Ideally, none of none of those n- none of the killings, please. None casualties would be the ideal number.
1: All right. Now, how about maiming?
0: I, I don't know what to tell you. If you run into people, then the mission is already missed. You, you. Oh. I'm, I'm right. hiring. I'm hiring you to take care of this for me, not to go and kill people. I, I don't want to be involved in your planning process. We. W- I want you to go and get the file and then call me. That's that's it. We will be. Completely silent. No one will notice we've been in or out. It won't be a
2: problem, Miss Singh.
0: Excellent. Thank you. Uh, So you know that Miss Singh, well, actually, you may not know this, but uh, she is a corporate fixer, so she works for one of the corporations. She has a reputation of being professional, efficient. She's unflappable. She comes from somewhere in Canada. And as far as anyone knows, she's not hiding something, unless maybe she is. So
1: wait, do we know she's from Canada?
0: Yeah, you know, she's from Canada. She's from outside the city.
1: Okay, he's gonna ask now if we do this. You're gonna pay us in uh, American money or Canadian? Because honestly, I I don't really uh want to have to go down to the exchange exchange my.
2: A seven just place. walks up and puts his hand on Tully's shoulders.
0: It will probably be in credits. Says, yes, of course. the The standard currency is uh, is credits, and those are based on the international standard of dog coin so uh to make sure that you have your account set up to receive that which absolutely i assume that you do yeah very well if this mission is accepted i really need to get back you have my number yes contact um, me as, soon as you have the file just
2: one question before you go and sing of course were we to acquire additional data beyond what you would like do you have any scruples about us acquiring pay data
0: that is up to you so long as so long as your mission acquires what I require and does not cause too much trouble for me or you, you may do what you wish with other information in the facility. Wonderful. And she starts leaving. Is she is she okay to leave? Are there any more questions from that? No. Okay. We're going to create links. So in your mission brief, each one of you has your mission brief. If you look down to it, you will see that there is a section for links. You see that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So hunted by Shanghai security. That is the more tours you serve with Shanghai, the more you realize that you'd signed up for indentured servitude, not employment. So when the Miami job blew up in everyone's faces, you figured you'd lie low for a while and pretend to be as dead as the rest of your team. You already told us this part. So links, what are your links with the other members of the team?
2: So if everyone is all right with it, I believe I worked with Moira in Bolivia.
0: That works. He's a globetrotter. What was the job in Bolivia that you and Moyer worked on together? It
2: was a tactical denial for a municipal government. We stole a, eh,
0: maybe a prototype
2: chemical weapon for Shanghai. Oh, I see. Everything was fine.
0: The mission ended successfully. How many casualties in that one? No casualties. A7
2: has a squeaky clean record with Shanghai, except for, you know, um, going AWOL.
0: Of course. And what's your link with Tully? Tully
2: helped me out on an extraction in Vladivostok.
0: Okay. How was Tully crucial in this mission, whether in the success or failure of it? As I said, A7 has a
2: squeak clean record, but uh, that took some cleaning up after Tully. Instead of arriving with a with a, with a garbage truck um, to extract the um, the risk assessment team, Tully uh, arrived with a stolen Shanghai. Uh, well. It was an attack helicopter, right? And we had to expunge the facility from the face of the earth.
1: Good times, good times. (laughs) I don't know why I picked directives violent, and I'm just like,
0: (laughs) are you gonna mark some friggin' experience? No doubt about it. (laughs) Yeah. So Telly knows how to fly a helicopter, or was the did you like taxi the helicopter the whole way?
1: No, he could probably fly it. Okay. But he's totally—he was totally blasting uh, this song. Oh gosh, what's the name of it? Plays in Forrest Gump when they're in the helicopter in Vietnam. It's like
0: fortunate, fortunate son.
1: son. Yeah, fortunate son. Thank you.
0: The the like primary Vietnam War song. Like it's either yeah. that the immigrant song or yeah, that's basically it. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama is the other no, one you hear a lot. Oh, oh goodness,
1: that's later in the movie.
0: Yep. Okay. Okay. Instead of a garbage truck. Great. Thank you. And let's see. Da, da, da. Owned by Equidine Petrochem. Uh, da, 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 da. You only recently even thought to question the official EP line when you grew up in a corporate, up in a corporate facility. You're raised to see the world in a certain way. In your case, the Equidine way. Earth is a giant sack of resources waiting to be used for the benefit of all of, of us all. Where us are Equidine shareholders, executives, and employees. In that order. What are your links, Tully?
1: Okay, so I have to work these in with the other team?
0: Yeah, with the other two members of the team.
1: Okay, so uh, what was the name of the place that I worked with? Uh, A7 again?
2: It's Vladis. Um, that was... Uh, oh, yeah, no, you, your,
0: your links are yeah, going to be different. You have your, you have your own uh, pair of links on your mission brief page. for are owned by Equidine Petrochem.
1: Okay, so we don't have to match places?
0: No. You've, you, your lives have intersected more than once.
1: Well, that's fun. Okay. So, uh, Tully and, uh, his friend A7 ended up working again together in Naples. Um, and they were kind of like, this was after the helicopter incident, as A7 called it. Right. Because, and he was like, not exactly happy to be working with Tully, but, Tully kind of realized early and he's like, come on. I mean, I thought we'd get in and out a lot quicker, you know? And uh, I guess A7 kind of realized on this job that while uh, Tully is kind of oblivious about certain stuff, he is good at like getting in and out of places, even if he accidentally draws attention. But the thing is, like, Even if, like, people know people are there, they don't know who has come in. So, like, this second time um, in Naples, they were stealing, well, basically, uh, A7 learned more of what Tully's uh, wheelhouse is, where they had to sneak into this lab in Naples, and uh, Tully, like, snuck in, planted the bomb, blew the place up and uh said it was like a bunch of like eco-terrorists going in who uh didn't like what the people at the lab were creating but it was actually yeah exactly so and then a7 kind of realized like oh wow okay so i see that he
0: he does have some value
1: yeah he has value And, um, afterwards they knocked back some drinks together and kind of came to a better accord.
0: Okay. The best thing about that was your blossoming friendship with a seven in Naples. And so you're freelanced with.
1: Yeah. So, uh, totally freelanced with Moira in New York city. I think it's just easier than saying New York because it could be the state or the city.
0: Hmm. And how did that mission change your perspective on Equidine?
1: Since Dolly, uh, that Dolly Tully was kind of grown up in the corporate facility and kind of unaware of how things worked outside, he had to spend a lot of time working on this mission with Moira, which was basically uh, planting someone in this other uh, corporate building and kind of priming them to do different stuff, and then. They were going to, you know, it's one of those things where they get the plant in, help the plant. um, Then the plant kind of leaves something open for them to get in and uh, get out with something. Mm -hmm. And um, this kind of took a lot of time. And Moira kind of like showed uh, Tully that the world isn't exactly what Equidine said it was not that he's not loyal to equidine at this point but he's kind of like oh okay what the world is kind of different from what they said
0: okay so it was a useful change in perspective in a lot of ways all right and that brings us to moira tell us about your links
3: i think my first one was uh i worked with tully in denver and we had to pull a Simpsons star out of a war zone and I think that one uh, was just accomplished through really combining both our talents police for infiltration and mine for you know kind of making distractions and maybe wrecking uh, havoc with the you know kind of like guard patrols with my cyber comms okay and your second link Uh, I think a seven brought me with him on a job in Santiago the memory this mission brought to clarity is maybe I'm actually not sure what they're asking me for this one.
0: Okay. What memory did this mission bring to clarity? So I am Moira's father. now. (laughs) So your, your memory is muddled. Like your long-term memory is messed up thanks to the experimentation that existence entertainment does and the uh, constant immersion in SimSense. So when you were in the mission in Santiago, something in that triggered a memory to come clear from your past. Or what memory did the Santiago job bring
3: up from Moira's past that she was having trouble remembering
0: or had forgotten?
3: I think seeing all the stray dogs around reminded her of her childhood pet and just kind of clarified a lot of childhood memories. Mm -hmm. All right. Clarified some several childhood memories.
0: And let's go back up to the top and we're going to start the legwork for this mission. In the Sprawl, um, sessions are very clearly delineated between getting the mission, doing the legwork, doing the job, and trying to get paid. So we've done the links. We know what the job is. You want to get the data file from the research facility in the downtown area and seeing instructions, legwork. And this, is, again, is uh, in your mission brief. You spent a few days preparing for this job. Describe how you discovered useful information about the facility. So A7, describe how you discovered useful information about the facility. you snooping, electronic, knocking heads together, talking to people. So A7 is very
2: good at it. Very good at getting into, if they have a closed server network, A7 has found a way into it and is printing out floor plans, getting the names of like even all the way down from like lab directors to custodial staff, Mm -hmm. just finding out everything he can online. Okay.
0: What's that? So you're researching electronically, basically. Absolutely. Okay. Roll mind. We're going to do our first roll. How about a 14? I crit. Very nice. Yes. So on a 10 plus, describe one aspect of the facility and a critical security weakness that exists there. Take intel and gear. So A7
2: learns that the guard rotation for the sub-basement where a lot of deliveries come in Mm -hmm. is extremely light. From the hours of midnight to three in the morning, or something like that, and it would be a, a good way to sneak in either disguised as a delivery truck or just from the sewers that maybe connect to the facility.
0: Okay, thank you. That brings us to Tully. Yes. How did you prepare? How did, what did you? How did you discover useful information?
1: Okay. I he uh, decided to physically snoop because uh, he has good edge, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he kind of did so. Kind of, like, going there and casing the joint, um, taking some pictures of it, you know, uh, sending in some very microscopic or very, very small drones to kind of just take a picture from the outside and get that, uh, like, a map, almost, of what the building looks like from the outside. And then um, he was able to, he tried to get some... uh, of these little tiny teeny tiny drones in and kind of like to station them to have their own camera system in there to kind of assess like different movements of people and stuff like that for when they break in.
0: Okay. So if you're snooping physically, then you roll edge. Exactly. Oh dear. No. (laughs) Lord
2: God in heaven. So you've rolled a six.
1: Hey, totally. It's just canon now. It's just <laughs> canon.
2: Cannot help himself.
1: Why do they keep him around?
2: <laughs> I'm going to shoot him. It's going to be like
0: George and Lenny.
1: You know what this guy is? He's actually one of the wet bandits. Hmm.
0: So you learn that, um, let's see, Solar Investments is also showing interest in this facility. And you bump into some Solar Interests spies while you are also spying. Uh, you're able to get out of there before they figure out who you are, but uh, they are now aware that other people are also interested in this facility. So there are more, there's more than one group trying to get into here, whether it's for the same reason or not, hard to say, but Solar Investments is also interested.
1: Yes. And.
0: We're going to advance the legwork block.
1: And then we have to have an aspect of the facilities. Security that will make the job harder.
0: It'll make the job harder.
1: Tully, with the little bug drones, as I would call them, uh, he finds that there are a lot of those really fun-looking uh, laser grids. <laughs> I'm like, laser traps? Laser?
0: <laughs> so there are laser grids guarding like the server room or something that you need to get into.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Great. Looking forward to that scene from Salt? No, what's that movie? Not Salt. Ocean's 10 with the Black Fox.
1: It's in every single movie where someone has to sneak into something.
0: I was thinking of the one with Catherine Zeta-Jones and Sean Connery.
1: I was just thinking about a recent, uh, I read the Star Wars Darth Vader comics. And this doctor is sneaking in to get something. Either it's the protocol droid or the other droid. Yeah, the protocol droid, uh ai and she has to use some dust microbot stuff to show those laser grid so
0: the one that immediately came to my mind was entrapment because it had those laser lines on the on the very cover of the uh, on the very poster of the film just dropped a picture of that in there oh i just
1: thought of another one get smart with uh all I can think of is characters they played. So Michael Scott. Steve Carell. And yeah, Steve Carell and Anne Hathaway.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so there are laser lines. And I think what happened to alert security and the facility, the facility security team is when you ran into the solar uh, investments, other spy, you got in a fight with them and the facility <laughs> security well, team. Well, yeah, of course, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So the security team is like, hey, what's going on over here? And you're like, we're not spying. Not at all. We would never do that. And ran away.
1: Tully is like the worst clone of Big Boss.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Vapor Snake.
0: Vapor Snake is in the Chip and Ironicus Let's Play of Metal Gear Solid 5 that's currently ongoing. Vapor Snake is one of the characters they have made, and he is excellent. <laughs>
1: Thank you, whoever. Uh, thank you, people, for making that. Oh my gosh.
0: Everybody should check out Chip and Ironicus on, uh, on YouTube or their website, chipandironicus.com. They're both amazing entertainers.
1: Going to Google that now.
0: Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. That brings us down to Moira. You spent a few days preparing for this job as well. Describe how you discovered useful information about the facility.
3: I think Mora just probably chatted people up, but it is her uh purview. She probably talked to all the downtrodden or disenchamfrized folks around the area because they're probably just as eager to take the man down a peg. Okay. So it sounds like you're rolling style? I am. Let's see it. Oh yeah, never mind. No why? Better okay. Better than Tully.
1: Anyone's better than Tully.
0: Anyway, so that's uh that's eight that you rolled, thanks to your two style. All right. So you rolled an eight there and that means you describe one aspect of the facility just any aspect of the facility take intel or gear and then you pick one from the the list of three so i'll tell you the aspects that we already have of the facility so the first we know is that the guard rotation for the sub-basement deliveries area is light from uh, midnight to 3 a.m it would be a good time to sneak in from a truck or from the sewers we know that solar investments is also interested in this facilities and there are laser grids guarding the server room you need to get into. It can be the size or shape of the building, who works their security, what type of weapons they have, defenses
3: of any kind. I think their security uh, isn't terribly experienced. Maybe they're an up and coming company. okay And sorry. What was that?
0: You said something about
3: experience. I
0: missed a bit of that.
3: Oh, sorry. Uh, I meant the company they hired for security isn't like super experienced or effective. Maybe they just started out. OK. So it's a new security company.
0: It's a startup. They're not necessarily very experienced, but may have experienced employees. We'll have to see. Now, from that list, what memory did you recover that makes the job harder? Or describe how your investigations alerted the facility security team, advanced the legwork clock, or describe an aspect of the facility security that will make the job harder. I think an aspect of
3: the security that will make the job harder is that they have a lot of cameras uh, on site, or at least. You know, the outside to really deter people from loitering or snooping around too much. Okay. And how's that? Sorry, how's that making the job harder or
0: what aspect of those was it? So, aspect facility is cameras, you were saying.
2: Yeah. Okay. Be sure to mark whether or not you take intel or gear. Yeah. Because we can make stuff happen with that.
3: I was going to say another thing. You don't need to give me any more things. No, no, I was going to say I, I saw I have a move, but I think that's for like an actual game time, not uh, not during like the planning phase. If there's anything, if any of your any of you have
0: legwork moves that are specific to your playbook, then you should let me know about those
3: now so we can get them rolled.
1: Let me double check.
3: Yeah, mine says fast talking someone, but it doesn't say anything about legwork. OK, so if
2: everyone lets a seven plan the mission, everyone will get a plus one forward ongoing for the whole time as long as they follow it to
0: the letter. Or until you roll a miss.
1: Um. Yeah, I think that that's a good idea. I think that that is a good idea.
0: Okay. So the legwork clock is at eighteen hundred. So you have not been exposed during your investigation. Very
3: good. Uh, for the taking intel or gear, how does that work?
0: You choose whether you want the intel tag or the gear tag. During the mission, you either declare intel, or declare gear. When you need to say, here is something that is true in the scene, intel. Or here is a thing that I have gear. I think I'll take gear. okay
2: hey Matt that's me. Would you say the mission has begun because then I can use one of my um, roles to see how good I was at planning.
0: We have to plan the mission ah excellent. We're gonna pl- we're gonna frame a planning montage so where are the three of you getting together to make your plan?
1: We all know where telly votes
3: <laughs> telly just really wants to go to the bar. Do we want to go to the van down by the river see if we can get Chris. Farley, help us out.
2: Yeah, I think we eat we eat oysters shocked by Chris Farley.
1: <laughs> Guys, I need to go for a second. Someone just came to the door.
0: <laughs> That's all right. All right. Jesus raises characters. The jobs, great legs, leg work. The plan. All right. Once everyone has done some leg work, uh, I will summer quickly summarize the strengths and weaknesses of the team and the facility, then I will show you the mission directives. You uh, mark experience for the first. So five minute timer. All right, so we have to wait until Kikers is back before we can do this part. Flashbacks, I need to remember.
2: Yes, my flashback options are very fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, this means that as you are planning your mission, Existence Entertainment has hearing vague rumors that someone's planning an attack. So there is a reference sheet for making a plan. Oh, cool, yeah. uh, I think it's just because you are, let's see, deliver assets from locations, no guard, no destruction, no. Attraction, work capture. I think this is a capture mission. I think so. Or is it infiltrate? Is it capture or infiltration? I wonder. But capture says when you want to seize control of assets. Infiltration says when you want to maneuver without being detected. I mean, both
2: work, but does capture necessitate that? Like, I wonder how they're intended to be
0: used. Not hundred percent sure. Hopefully, Kiker's is back soonish. Hope so. It isn't being held up too long at the door? It was the uh, Shanghai security. mm Hmm. While we're waiting here, though, I did receive a donation from David. Uh, The donation is $300. Thank you, David. I'll say a big thanks to David for your generous donation. That has put us up to over $1,500. That's really exciting. Such a generous donation uh, to such a good cause as well. Thank you very much. Okay, I guess we can start thinking about the plan for the mission while we wait for Tully to return. So your mission directives, when you accept the job, mark experience. So you can all mark experience. Cool. Uh, When you infiltrate the facility, mark experience. When you secure the data file, mark experience. And when the mission ends, mark experience. And there is one more way to mark experience that I will tell you about once Colleen is back. Uh, But make sure that you all mark one experience. I'll put one in Tully's there.
1: Hi, I'm back. Um, Canonically, uh, Tully was uh, passed out.
2: I believe it. But we're currently waiting for Matt to return from the kitchen. Presumably with a hearty sandwich.
1: Mmm, hearty sandwiches.
3: But he will be double
2: incapacitated when he returns. Yeah, we uh, we made the harm move on him, and he is he is very asleep right
1: now. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> That's
0: depressing. Perfect. Hello, welcome back.
1: Hello. What's
0: this depressing thing you've done? Well,
1: Tully's Tully's free time.
2: <laughs> Tully's what? Uh, Retiring. Tully, Tully has a Tully's free time is concerned. Mostly with sitting in a corner and not doing anything unless he is actively playing or drinking.
0: Right.
1: Or, oh, I mean, we mentioned the love bites, so...
2: Let us not speak of that. That was just for chat and not for Matt.
1: <laughs> okay. Matt, you are also incapacitated.
0: Yeah? Good. Yeah, we, we rolled the harm on you. I appreciate that. All right. Uh, so were you making your plan here? Oh, no, that would have been a good thing to do. I, just, I saw you are rolling some stuff. Okay. I love it when a plan comes together, right? Okay. So uh, we're doing an infiltration plan here, and I will remind you of the strengths and weaknesses that we found here. We know that this facility has a, a light guard in the sub-basement delivery area between the hours of midnight and 3 a.m. So the guard is very light during that time.
1: Okay. So I, I w- back back to task here. Uh, I want to point out that because I uh, Tully can infiltrate, he has an infiltration special skills, and one of them is like, if he goes in alone, it's okay. good.
3: <laughs> if Tully goes in alone, he's going to like kill everyone.
1: Oh, prune? <laughs> Dried so, tart cherries are really good.
0: All right. So you've been hearing as you are preparing to get in there. You have heard on The Matrix, on some of the boards that you frequent, that Existence Entertainment is starting to step up security because they've heard rumors that someone is targeting one of their facilities.
1: Okay, I just posted the covert entry thing to see if you guys could look at it. Sorry, you continue.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so the legwork clock, as mentioned, was at 1800, and we're going to set up the action clock next. I'm going to make the action clock pink. Not that anyone can see it, but me.
1: Pink is a very lovely shade. We're all using like near shades of pink today.
0: Good. 1,500, 1,800, 2100, 2200. The action clock determines... What happens as your plans start to unfold and unravel? And I can advance it depending on if the fiction demands it or if you miss moves that make sense and so on. If the action clock reaches midnight, the mission has failed and you have to extract yourselves before succeeding in your task. But right now, the action clock is empty, so everything's cool. Oh, actually, no, because of the legwork clock. Right. Okay. So I have to fill the action clock segments as required by the legwork clock. So the action was at 1500. The target is more alert than usual, which I told you about by the things that you saw on the matrix. The target is not on full alert. They're just more alert than usual because of these rumors. Okay, so you need to make your plan now. This is an infiltration mission. So you need to complete three tasks determine the entry points establish matrix overwatch and avoid detection and maneuver to your objective point those are the things that you need to plan to consider this may be complicated by position and status of the security teams virtual sur- surveillance vigilance of the enemy and location and environmental factors so for your plan you need to if you finish making your plan within 5 minutes and i will be running a timer you get to mark another experience so that's very exciting i think anyways the plan We know the strengths and weaknesses of the facility. Do I need to go over the strengths and weaknesses again? Uh, Yeah, why not? Please do. Okay. Light guard in the sub-basement delivery area from midnight to 3 a.m. Solar Investments is also interested in the facility, so the guard uh, has been raised slightly. There are laser grids guarding the server room. Their security company is a startup, so they are not necessarily experienced, but you don't have any more information about them. And There are cameras around the outside of the facility and in in a lot of other parts of the facility to deter loitering and ensure that the people working there are staying on task. Okay?
1: Okay. So, uh I figure that because covert entry is pretty great, I think that it makes sense if we had <laughs> tried to have Tully do it and uh the great thing about having him do that is if he messes up, I also have a skill called plan B. Where I roll cool again, and just so you know, I with both of these skill or both of these moves, I roll cool, which I have my plus two in. So, uh, with you know covert entry, you guys see that, and then with Plan B, it's like uh, roll and uh, yeah. So Plan B could help me get out too.
0: So, what's your plan? What does the group
2: want to do? I think that A seven would advocate for totally being sent in. Alone ahead of time to start turning off cameras and securing the laser grid, shutting that off, getting around the guards, because he could do that by himself. And I think that maybe A7 and Moira can play distraction by coming on and like we can steal a uh, custodial van because maybe they outsource the, the cleaning as well. And we can come in and start cleaning and just play distraction for the security while Tully goes around and make sure everything is turned off or we disappear into the facility and steal the data file. Hopefully leaving through the sewers.
0: Okay. So the plan so far is you want Tully to go in alone to disable the laser security grid?
2: And the cameras on the facility. Or, like, implant a bug that loops footage. Okay.
0: To try and disable the security features of the building. How is Tully getting in?
2: I think... Oh, go ahead, cookies.
1: Well, I think he was going to uh, plant a huge smoke bomb out on the perimeter to uh draw attention from any guards Mm -hmm. that are there and get them to all go there as a distraction and then kind of sneak in
3: okay i mean i feel like a smoke bomb might draw a lot of attention though i mean i know that's the point but i mean like unwanted whereas like moira could maybe just try to like incite some locals or something
1: i mean we don't have to set off the bomb we don't have to set off this bomb in uh on grounds. It could just be nearby.
2: I mean ideally no one left. ideally no one knows that we were even there. So maybe it would be good point. Maybe it would be best if we Moira and I, I I don't want to be married to just my plan, but I think it might be best if Tully you go in super quiet and just sneak in through the sewers, what have you, and then Moira and I play distraction as custodians.
1: I know, but does that count as going in alone? Because he's supposed to go in alone to 90
2: use seconds the covert entry. I mean, it would be up to Matt if that if like
0: is totally going ahead of time, going in alone. I mean, that's part of the plan. We'll just make a pause for a second. Uh, so when you are making the plan, we then make a roll to see how well the plan worked. And then we go from there. So if it turns out that the roll doesn't go very well, possible consequences are that Tully will be separated from the rest of the party. Tully might have been alerted or captured or hiding somewhere. There are a number of complications that can happen based on what you want versus how the roll goes. So, Saying the person goes in ahead of time alone, that's a fictional positioning thing, and it can lead to complications depending on how the mechanical roll ends up. Is that clear? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's clear. I don't mind doing that. Telly will take one for the team. And and he says that in third person.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to restart the timer. You've got a minute and 10 seconds to finish your plan, if you want that experience. Okay, consensus, everyone? Sounds
1: Tully's cool. in for it.
0: Okay, awesome. I think that's plan okay. then. Okay, please summarize the plan for me.
1: Tully's going in, infiltrating. He's putting uh, some sort of disruptor there for the security, like looping the stuff.
0: So my question again is, how is Tully going in? You can't just walk into this building.
1: Solid snake style.
0: You're going to infiltrate through what point?
1: Um, in through the sewers, right?
0: Okay. What's next? Tully goes in, disables the security, infiltrate through the sewers. What are the rest of you doing?
2: We come in in a custodial service van and start cleaning as providing further direction as Tully gets closer to the laser grid. Once Tully um, has turned off the laser grid, we will then enter the server room through whatever means are available.
0: Okay. How are you getting out?
2: We leave through the way Tully
0: came in. Okay.
1: And plan B is through the vents.
0: All right, that's exactly five minutes. Good job. You can all mark experience. Hi. Should bring out to two
1: vent inspectors. Is plan B. That is our that is our group move.
0: Okay, so you're all clear on the roles that you have been assigned by uh, A7. So that means that you, everyone, the task takes plus one ongoing while they act on that task according to the plan. If you roll a miss or go off the plan, they lose their bonus for that mission. Uh, If you get paid, you mark experience. So that's A7's move. Here's the plan.
1: Really quick question. Where do we mark experience?
0: It's at the... Right at the top of your sheet. So I should put it up to two now.
1: Thank you very much.
2: No problem. And now I roll edge for I love it when a plan comes together. Yep. Okay, awesome. Let's hope for the best. That's a
0: eight. Okay. So on an eight, I love it when a plan comes together. Gain one hold during the mission. Spend one hold for one of the following effects. You have that piece of gear you need right now. You appear in a scene where you are needed right now. Uh, so one of those options for you. Okay. So A7 might be able to just Michael Myers or Pierre wherever needed. All right. And Tully, you should roll covert entry. Fingers crossed.
1: That's, yeah, that is it. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that cool? No, that's cool. Or cool, Covert sorry. entry is cool, yeah.
1: Me mixing up words again. Tully! <laughs> Tully! <laughs>
0: You got a a seven, so you gain one hold. That means, uh, as I'm describing the infiltration and the security measures, you must overcome. You may spend one hold to describe how you overcome the obstacle and bypass a security system or guard, disable a guard, disable a security system you have bypassed or escape notice. Hold on to that hold, because now we have to see how the mission actually starts, which means we are going to roll the move, conduct an operation, roll edge. When you lead a plan and coordinated operation, describe your plan and who is carrying it out, then roll edge. So who is, okay, A7 is leading the operation, so you want to roll conduct an operation, which is edge.
2: That wouldn't benefit from my plus one forward? No, because this is just
0: the conduct an operation. Okay-do. Technically, we should have rolled this before we rolled your other thing. Whoopsies. It's a nine. It's a nine. Okay. You get your opportunity to act, but it won't go as smoothly as you would like. Choose one. A preliminary task was not completed on time or accurately. Choose a task, and I will describe how it causes a problem. Or, there's an unexpected complication. Choose a consideration, and I will describe how it causes a problem. Velvet and Colleen,
3: what do you think?
1: I, I vote that uh, Tully gets hurt because he needs to be punished for being garbage.
3: But then we have to save him.
1: No, I. that doesn't mean that he can't, like, go on ahead. I'm just saying that he's hurt. He gets a harm tick.
3: I
2: think we'll, uh, we'll go with there's a, there's a complication.
0: Okay, an unexpected complication. So what consideration do you want to become complicated of the aspects of your plan? I
2: think that we're going to have to, we were able to.
0: Just tell me, sorry, just tell me which part of your plan you want to be complicated. And I will complicate it for you. So is it Tully goes in ahead to try and disable the security with the disruptor and infiltrates through the sewers? Is it that you come in to start cleaning in a stolen custodial van? Or is that there is an issue with disabling the security?
2: There's an issue with the, uh, with the van.
0: Okay. So uh, Tully, you are inside. You are getting ready to disable the security. You have gotten in through the infiltration. That succeeded. You're where you want to be. You're inside the facility. There are guards, but it's light rotation because you're in there between midnight and 3 a.m. As you're making your way towards the server room, you notice that there are more cameras than you had expected from your research. But uh, how are you going to avoid these cameras and the guards at the same time?
1: You know I want to say he goes in under a cardboard box.
0: Okay you want to spend your hold to have that succeed? Yes. Okay. You spend your hold from covert entry and Tully is in, I assume, a refrigerator box for a man of his size.
1: I mean, he can crouch down. So it's probably more like a big box for like, for some reason, I'm imagining like a big server. So half a fridge size.
0: (laughs) The half a fridge box. Okay. So that allows you to move quietly past the cameras. And pass the guards uh, on your way to the security station where you can implant the disruptor. While this is happening, uh, let's see. Moira and A7, you stole a van. You did that. You stole a custodial van. You got the costumes, and you're driving up towards the research station when you realize that uh, you missed a security system on this van. This van is being tracked by
2: somebody right now. Oh, if A7 notices that, it changed their. He'll take a much longer, not a much longer, but like maybe add two minutes onto the, onto the route to the facility and try to disable the tracker in the meantime.
0: Okay. Who is working on disabling the tractor? Who's driving? Would, what's your cool, Moira, by the way? My cool?
2: Uh, my cool is one. Okay, perfect. Would you mind driving? Totally. And A7 is going to try to disable the tracker without alerting the police, I assume.
0: Okay. So this will be, I think you need to act under pressure. Last indemnation Do I have to roll to drive? Not yet.
1: Roll your animal handling.
2: How's how's it?
0: Okay. So you roll the nine. Nice. Very good. So you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. I'll offer you a worse outcome: a hard bargain or ugly choice. So uh you can disable you can disable the tracker. However, it's a little bit too late to shake off the people chasing you, and you see behind you an armored car that is now chasing you. Excellent. Okay. So. You can no longer be tracked in this van, but there is someone on your. T- what do you do, the two of you? I am. Um,
2: I think I'm going to help Moira with whatever she chooses to do by throwing a bunch of cleaning supplies out of the back of the van, hopefully making a viscous oil slick.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised that Tully didn't like secretly uh, hide in there like some like fireworks or something to throw out the back of the van.
0: I don't know. Actually, can I can I spend my gear now? You can spend your gear at any time. We're in the mission.
2: So yeah, I produce I produce an oil slick that will hopefully give me an asset or something when I help
0: Moira. Ah, the old the old portable oil slick. Classic.
1: Now here's a question: If you're slipping on an oil slick in your car, is it still hydroplaning?
0: Would it be oleoplaning? Yeah, I don't know. That's a question.
3: Petrolioplaning. planning. <laughs>
0: All right. Are you trying to get away from this car, Moira,
3: that's chasing you? I was going to ask um, if I could use my style to, like, try some fancy driving tricks.
0: When you try to convince someone to do what you want with promises, lies, or bluster, roll style. Is that... Who are you talking to? What do you want to convince? Oh, I might. Mm. This is not the
3: vehicle you're looking for. <laughs> uh, so do you want to try and speak to them? Are you going to switch who's driving? I was like could I would I have satellite relay for my cybercoms? I don't know if that would reach them or if it was a different thing. cybercoms when you have cybercoms
0: installed, satellite relay when monitoring communications are or giving orders in a tactical environment, you may roll synth for assess. Do you want to assess something? Okay, so no, I thought that was like communicating with them. Okay. We can use that fictionally to say that you can communicate with them If you want to use your uh, let's see your satellite relay, you can attempt to like crack into their uh internal communications inside that armored car you see somebody starting to part of the roof of the car starts to lift up and you see that there is a turret there that is starting to warm up jesus oh
3: yeah i might do that all over a van (laughs) yeah i might try to talk to them
0: okay so do you want to try to hack into their communications to talk to them or are you i mean both things are true here they are preparing to shoot at you in the van with their machine gun, there is somebody leaning out the side of it, uh, spinning up a grappling hook of some sort. You can try to hack into their communications, but you will also probably need to do some fancy driving and decide who's doing what here.
3: What would be the fancy driving stat of the under pressure?
2: yeah, and i wouldn't I wouldn't mind spending my act just helping Moira get away, so I can roll my links with her.
3: yeah, I mean, if we're gonna have to drive away anyway, I think I'll just do some fancy driving,
0: okay. So if you want to roll to uh, help or interfere, roll plus your number of links with Moira. Should be two. You have one link with her, right?
2: Oh, I thought it also
0: counted hers. No, it's just your links with her. Because you can get asymmetrical numbers of links and so on. Ah,
2: I would assume that this is is not going according to plan, so I'm not getting my plus one forward.
0: I do not think so. Well, mm, you are still doing part of the plan, but this is complicated. This has complicated the plan, so you still get your plus one on this.
3: Would I get a plus one forward?
0: You do, because you are driving the van. Ooh, dismal.
3: Oh, no, wait, that's nine.
0: Well then. Yeah, you've got eight plus one is nine. You've got six, seven. All right, so that brings you to a seven, fortunately, on your act under pressure. So you are able to escape, but you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. I'll offer you a worse outcome, a hard bargain, or ugly choice. You can get away from this armored truck. That's the good news. However, there are going to be bullet holes in your custodial van when you arrive at the research facility, or you will have to abandon this van and escape on foot.
2: What do you think, Velvet?
3: I mean, which which lie would be easier? The van was stolen or we drove through a bad part of the neighborhood?
2: I think that um, you might be able to convince security that we were just shot up on the way.
1: You got the bus for a van for a good deal from some mobsters. (laughs) Just had to clean some blood out first. But you're a custodian, so no problem.
3: Yeah, the bullet holes would probably be easier to lie about. But I think if that's cool with Mike, I'll take the bullet holes.
0: Totally up to you. So, yeah. Okay. So, A7, you pour your portable oil slick out the back of the cleaning van. And
3: uh, let's see. What is it? What's the fancy driving that you do, Moira? I swerve lazily to the left, because they're not prepared for those kind of moves. Hmm. You swerve lazily to the
0: left. The armored car attempts to follow you, but the oiled-up wheels take it further through the intersection. However, as they are going through the intersection, screeching, you can hear people shouting on top of the truck. And the turret opens fire, just tagging the back of the van. Doesn't hit any of you, but you can see that the side and back on the right side of the rear of the van now have a number of bullet holes in them and the back, the right rear light has been shattered. You make it the rest of the way to the infiltration point without further issue. You have escaped the armored car for now.